0: fucking hate technology welcome to culture couch a pop culture podcast (laughs) that did not pop as well as i wanted it to no And i almost dropped
1: my bottle on my lap (laughs) you would i think you would have quit yeah probably uh mine was a terrible sounding open so yeah well I don't know. I don't know what that's about. Terrible times. <laughs> uh, we're drinking
0: the same thing, though. Yeah, we're doing a, a week where we both have the same drink. I
1: have had this company, Cayman Jack. Mm-hmm. I've had their margarita. I've, I've never... s- seen them at the liquor store all the time, and I've considered getting them. I like the little bottles. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the stubby twelve ouncers yep. rather than the long skinnies. Uh, they're just they feel because in, in
0: comparison, cold. this is what are like. Uh, like a Michelob can? Is that a 12-ounce can? Yeah. So this is the same thing. It's just shorter and fatter and glass. And right? delicious looking. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, what is it? Cayman Jack? Cuban uh, Mojito. Cuban Mojito.
1: 5.8%. This is a major brand, so everyone probably mm-hmm. has access to this. But Oh, yeah. And like I've said, I've seen it uh, in liquor stores all the time. I just have never picked it up. But this one is proud, proudly crafted
0: where do is we know that,
1: where it just says proudly crafted because other people aren't proud of their craft i guess i don't know who this one is
0: uh yeah i'm not sure I cayman jack it's probably something to do with cayman
1: i bet they're owned by some Florida major somewhere i don't know good to- yeah yeah it's a big alligator on it which is pretty sweet mm-hmm. uh let's give these a tasty taste first thoughts really good really sweet very sweet
0: uh very minty though which mm-hmm. i like it's very similar to the original smirnoff ice which is just the white one with a oh, red label yeah yeah very similar to that but obviously with mint if i had to compare this to something for people who don't drink it tastes very much like sprite with mint added in it's very good i could drink these all night long and have a terrible hangover the next day
1: but but i would be loving it in the moment And if I drink too many of these in the night, I would have, I'd get a headache the night. Uh Also bloated as
0: fuck because it's very bubbly, but I am going to give this a 10 out of 10 because this is very, very tasty. Oh yeah. 10 out of 10. Easy. Yeah. You tried the, you said the margarita one? Yeah. I usually don't like pre-mixed cocktails like that you just buy that are already ready
1: to go, but this one's really good. But margaritas are usually ones that I am not a fan of. You know how this doesn't taste like a mojito, but you're like Mm -hmm. it has influence of mojito?
0: They're trying to do a mojito and you can taste that, but doesn't taste like a traditional good
1: mojito. That's kinda how the margarita is. We're like, it's not a traditional margarita, but they have margarita influence. That's kinda Mm -hmm. how the margarita tastes. So you might like it. Yeah. You might hate it though. If you like sweet, bitchy drinks bitchy
0: uh, you will probably really like this it's still like I said very much in the vein of off Ice in that realm it's very very good 10 out of 10 would love to happily drink this again great summer drink yes uh, should we go have a seat on the culture couch uh, yeah let's do it
1: pop culture on the radar but before we do that mm-hmm. you remember how you made some sport picks yes based off of the mascots yep mm-hmm. uh your expert sporting opinions for <laughs> my me. very
0: very versed uh opinions based off of my knowledge in sports my vast
1: knowledge in sports we have the super bowl coming up so i'm thinking of something for that too don't don't you worry. okay that's fun uh but you got two out of six correct wow that's surprising better than you thought or worse than you thought better okay based off of strictly
0: uh mascots i say that's pretty good fair
1: that's good yeah i was impressed i mean you picked some good ones mm-hmm. and uh they were fun games to watch for anyone that watched any or six bulls yeah uh, but the two you got correct were the spartans mm-hmm. which good pick and the bears the bears okay so Two good picks. Uh, But what do you have for us on Pop Culture on the Radar? For Pop Culture on the Radar,
0: so it is a pretty well-known fact that it is the 20-year anniversary of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, the movie. And on HBO Max, they did a little special. It is a documentary-style look at all of the movies. Excuse me. And they break down all of the movies, like each one, and they go through the behind-the-scenes scenes stuff and they all the actors they brought a bunch of the cast back from the movies and they talk about their experience making the films and you know all the stuff and the labor that went into it. It's I think it's like an hour and forty minutes. Definitely worth a watch if you like Harry Potter. If you are sentimental about it, bring tissues or make sure you have tissues because you'll probably cry. It's a very heartwarming, very heartfelt things. And it's just really cool to see the actors and how close like friendships they de- they developed with each other, and they all seem like really good, genuine people. Especially nowadays, where all you hear in the media is all these men and some women that are really terrible and like taking advantage of the girls and all that. And the Emma Watson specifically like swore up and down, basically just saying that the boys that she worked with on this movie or all of these movies, because there were eight of them total, were just wonderful people so just a good group of people Mm -hmm.
1: and they just genuinely enjoyed making everything
0: yep and they were all really good friends which is really cool because some of them like draco malfoy was a
1: little shit bag of a human off screen they were just really really good friends so that shows how good of an actor he is yeah like that he could be like a total dick Mm -hmm. but then the second they're behind the scenes he's like the coolest guy in the room. Yeah, it definitely
0: plays on nostalgia a lot. So if you get emotional over those kinds of things, definitely bring tissues.
1: All right, yeah, I'll, I'll need them then. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the 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 warning. The warning. Uh, I have uh, a book. It won Goodreads Choice Awards, which is Goodreads is like a, a app that you can go and log the books you've read and rate them. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, they send all their users like emails, like. What's the best sci-fi book? What's the best new, like, all this stuff? So yeah. it's not, like, critics. What's, what's like, the term win? Is it fan award? For books specifically? Or just, like, any, like, kind of, like, movies, video games. Like, like People's Choice? People's Choice Awards. Yeah, yeah it's, like, one of those. Anyway, so Project Hail Mary, written by Andy Weir, got Goodreads Choice Awards Book of the Year last year. Mm-hmm. And Project Hail Mary is written by the same dude that did The Martian, uh-huh, which was converted into a movie Yeah. Now Project Hail Mary's already been rumored To have a movie And the main guy is going to be Ryan Gosling
0: Interesting I really like Ryan Gosling His uh, He hasn't shown off a lot of his acting chops I feel in a lot of the movies that he's done Granted those are the movies that I have seen Of his anyway But he was in Drive Have you seen that? I have not seen Drive That is a really good movie Very intense Has a fucking amazing soundtrack But he has, I think, maybe three or four spoken lines in that whole movie. And he still does a really good job. Like, and he's not, he doesn't even have a name. Like for when you, the credits roll, he's just credited as the driver. Really? Yeah. It's really good. There's so little known about him. And then just the whole vibe of the movie is really good. A lot of people don't like it because it's more of a, like artistic movie but i really like those kind of movies they're just different
1: but yeah really good i and i'll have to watch that that sounds like something i would like yeah i think you would for anyone that likes Mm sci-fi and likes kind of a dude going off into space to do his own adventure you would really like project mary yeah and what
0: is like a brief synopsis of it
1: uh earth's dying Uh like sci-fi
0: typical trope
1: yep Uh, and there's another planet that has the same issue going on in its galaxy, its solar system as earth's, Mm -hmm. but that planet's not dying. Uh, so they figure out, they send people out there to go and figure out what's wrong. And then, but it's a one way mission because they don't have the technology to send them out and bring them back. Yeah. So they send them out there to do a bunch of study research, to figure out what's going on. And then they're going to the, send the information back. Is the planet in our solar system? It's in our galaxy, okay. but not our solar system. Not our solar system. Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah. And a bunch of bunch of crazy things happen. Okay. Because it's a sci-fi book, and there's a guy in space. Hmm.
0: So. Sounds good. Sounds like it would be a pretty intense movie, I'm sure. Yeah. I'd be down to see it. Oh. I have not seen The Martian, actually, though. What? Yeah. You've made me watch all of those Okay, we're watching The Martian. You can't watch it without me. Okay. Yeah, we can watch that one. Definitely. I still owe you some movies for forcing you through your uh, Andrew's Horror Adventure, which we can start calling it that every year when it comes around. We'll ah. begin Andrew's Horror Adventure <laughs> Season 2, you know?
1: <laughs> oh my God. For 2022. It'll well, be great. That actually is a pretty good name. That's a good. We sh- We can call it that. That'll be like a new segment. I've already got your lineup for the month. Be ready. <laughs> you already have October planned out?
0: Uh, for your movies, yes. I don't have the episodes planned. but Okay. Well, actually, we do have some things in mind. Yes, yes. Yeah, so. I meant I meant the movies. Yeah, I do have the movies planned out already.
1: That doesn't surprise me. Do you have them written down? No, I don't need them written down
0: because I know which ones I'm going to make you watch. And you, there there'll be ones that you will actually stay awake through.
1: <laughs> i stayed away through all of them other than
0: other than lost boys which is not as good as i remember okay i think we talked about that but... i mean
1: everyone else fell asleep during that movie too yeah even i did but i've seen it a million times it was just too long mm-hmm. uh anyways do you have anything else for pop culture on the radar i don't not this week all right uh we can move into our topic which uh this week we're gonna do Sequels and the curse, the, the bloody curse, curse, the curse, the curse of. of sequels. That sounds like a title to a movie mm-hmm.
0: that someone will probably make at some point. That has to be a sequel. You heard it here first. Uh, so, when it comes to the curse of a sequel, what or what does the curse of sequels
1: mean to you, or what do you think it is? A movie that the first one was just lights out, and then you went to see the second one. And you fall asleep. Yeah. Or just was not as good. Not as Sometimes good. really bad
0: compared to the first one.
1: Yeah. Like you're almost thinking, is this the same franchise? Mm-hmm. Or is this just a mess? Yeah. Like what's just what's A complete overall
0: letdown from what the predecessor was, right? Yeah. So what
1: to you makes a good sequel? A good sequel has to have a plot that doesn't follow the first one. Cause I feel like a lot of times they try to just bank on the first plot mm-hmm. is written. The sequel has to be written in mind when the first one comes out for it to be good. Okay. Oh, Cause like it has to have been planned. Yeah. So yeah. that way it's just not like, Oh,
0: we had a blockbuster. Let's make a cash cow. Cause there are definitely sequels out there that
1: feel exactly like that, that yes. they were just made because they wanted to make more money. Yeah. That's yeah. no good. Uh, major acting changes, uh-huh. also not good. Acting changes, actor changes. So, like recast? yeah, or, recast, or, yeah. Uh, dropping like a main character that, but then, like, like no, like real explanation as to why. Yeah, and then they bring someone in that's basically the same character, but they have like a different name. But you can tell that they wrote it with that other person in mind, and then they decided not to. Or yeah, one of the movies on my list did that exact thing. Okay, yeah. So, I don't know. What makes a bad sequel to you?
0: A bad sequel is one that doesn't further explore the character development of the characters from the first film, and basically just either doesn't progress them as characters, or they do things that are very out of character. Oopsies. Uh, Very out of character. Things that that character wouldn't have done in a million years in the first one. I really hate plot armor because that means that they're just setting up for more sequels for more money, which is the biggest issue I had with season eight of game of Thrones. Uh, people just, when people get protected by the plot for the sake of the plot so that other things can happen,
1: it's just bad writing in my opinion. True. Yeah. Plot armor. If I also feel like if, a episode one has weird plot armor, you can almost guarantee that the second one will be even worse. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, I also
0: have a really hard time with recasting, as you had said, you had mentioned, which is one thing that I think is really awesome about the Harry Potter movies and watching that special is they kept almost all of their actors, aside from the ones who passed away during production, through the entire series. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Over the course of, I think... 11 years of filming they kept everyone together and even some of them were battling illness while they were doing or filming maggie smith who was mcgonagall had serious cancer while she was filming and she still was doing it yep i think in the last uh in part two when they were filming that and like in between her scenes she would leave or go off set and sit in a wheelchair because she just didn't have the energy to move and walk around and do all those things. So all the energy she had, she dedicated to her filming, which was so awesome. That's cool. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm glad that she stayed because she made that character so amazing. She's so, when she kicks Snape out. Yeah. It's
1: so awesome. Such
0: a good moment. But yeah, that's kind of what makes a sequel bad is when they just kind of avoid everything from the first one and just say, all right, we're going to do this for the sake of flashier effects and, you know, grander scale, but we'll sacrifice good character development and plot that make that's a bad sequel to me when those things aren't taken into
1: consideration do you also feel like not all the time but sometimes if there's a trilogy the second one can be pretty good in the sense that it'll set up a third movie Or if they only rate a second movie they're just doing it like there's no plot like long-term plan in place uh-huh. so it's easier for them to just go like heavy plot armor hide a bunch of bad character development and, and just then have move a third on. one to- if they don't have a third one, because they don't have to set anything up for a third movie.
0: Gotcha. I think that it can be done. Scream, the Scream series is a very good example of that. Uh, I think the second one really didn't further the development of the characters at all, other than showing the trauma of Sydney and the stuff that she dealt with in the first movie. But other than that, like her boyfriend was new, her friend, her best friend was new. She hadn't seen the other people in a while. So there really wasn't a lot of progression in that regard. But the third movie was really good and I think better than the second one. But the second one wasn't a bad sequel by any means. It just wasn't as strong as the first. Fair. But they also, I think I said this before as well as speaking about the Scream movies, is they're very, uh, I don't even know the exact words that I used, but they're very self-aware. That's what it is. And so they even kind of make fun of the fact that sequels aren't, as good as the first and the sequel wasn't as good as the first it's almost like they did this on purpose i'm not sure but yeah i think that's a good example of of what you said
1: like the second one's not as great but it sets up for a better third yeah yeah i feel like a third all if they have a third in mind i feel like it forces them to make a better second movie yeah because they have to have like something to carry it it along yeah where when it's just like hercules 2 Mm-hmm. Like, in a cartoon, like, there's just nothing to carry it to a third. Yeah. And or so, uh, it's even more upsetting when
0: there's a bad sequel or a bad second movie and then are even worse or just as bad third. Like, it just feels like a waste of time Like, you're trying point. to force a third. Yeah. You're like, you didn't do anything the last time. What makes you think mm-hmm. you're going to do another one? Yeah. So that being said, as far as, like, titles of movies, I just had this random thought. Do you like it when... Uh, a series of movies so for instance scream scream 2 scream 3 like do you like it when they just do numerical titles like that or do you like it when the sequels have completely different uh, titles for instance the hunger games
1: catching fire mocking jay Ooh, that's tough uh i respect i feel like it takes a lot of guts to just go scream 1 scream 2 scream 3 like you've got to have like some because early on Right, you don't know how big your franchise is going to be. So to go, like you have a lot of faith in your product and your franchise to go. We are not going to name anything. We're going to these are this is just going to be the Hunger Games and then Catching Fire and then Mockingjay. I mean, that's a little
0: bit more understandable with that specific series because they were already successful books first. Yes, but
1: I see what you're saying. Like to just to have the guts for marketing purposes, one thing and one thing only, and we are going to stick to that. And anytime we make a movie, we'll just add to it. It's pretty gutsy. Yeah. With book-to-film adaption, like, it makes sense why they, you mm-hmm. know, they named it after those books. I'm trying to think of a movie that has... Because, uh, like, Kill Bill kind of does that same thing, where they just do Kill Bill Volume 1, Volume 2. Yep. I'm trying to think of a movie that's not a book. I guess Star Wars, because they were a movie first, where mm-hmm. they did uh, Empire Strikes Back.
0: But it was Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Star Wars, A New Hope. Star Wars, you know. That's true. So, I actually really... I don't know why, but it does kind of bug me when a series starts out. So now we'll take Twilight, for instance. And again, I don't know what decides this, who makes these decisions, but you've got Twilight for the book titles. It's Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn. But when the movies came out, the first movie was titled Twilight. And then the second one was The Twilight Saga, New Moon. And then The Twilight Saga, Eclipse, The Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn. I fucking hate that. Oh, okay. So it's you just that titling scheme drives me insane. So you would have rather have them call the saga something else. I would have just rather them do Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn, because those are the film adaptions of those books, but I hate that they added the Twilight Saga New Moon. The Twilight Saga, you know? I, I don't know why, but I it drives me nuts when they do that. is, is it, I'm not sure if the Hunger Games did that. Like it could be the Hunger Games catching fire, but I think they're just their own I thought individual it was. titles. Because Harry Potter does that.
1: Harry Potter, sorcerers. But the books were done that way,
0: so it was Harry Potter oh. and the, and Harry
1: Potter and the. So the books aren't called, they're not called the uh, Twilight Saga. The books aren't called. The books that. are not. They're just those specific titles. So the Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn. That's it. Okay, because there's a lot of books I've read that use saga, like Buried Goddess Saga, uh-huh. uh huh, or Saga, whatever. So like, if they made that into a movie, like. The first book, well, actually, the first book's not even called The Berry Goddess. So, none of the books are called The Berry Goddess. So, like, they kind of named The Berry Goddess Sega and then named six individual books. Like, I guess it makes sense. So, that sense. doesn't really fall in that category. It,
0: it, I, the only thing that really makes sense to me is that it's for marketing purposes. It's so that people know that that movie is involved in the Twilight series. Yeah. I guess. I don't know.
1: If anybody just, has an
0: answer, please tell me why they do that. But I have no idea. And it, I just hate it.
1: But that shows that it's just like when you have to force your brand like that. Yeah. It means you don't have a great product. Mm -hmm. But I actually really like when it's just one title
0: specific to that story in that movie. So how I keep using this as an example, because it's the easiest one I can think of, but The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, Mockingjay, they're very different. Those titles, by not knowing anything about the books, you wouldn't think that they were all related at all. But they're just their own story and with their own title, that now knowing that they're books, each title does give you an idea of what the book is about.
1: You know what's something else I don't love that I just realized I don't love? Uh Uh, When they make a whole series, and then they get to the final book and realize, "Uh uh-oh, we've run out of time. Let's make it into two books, two movies. I don't think they do it that – I think that is a cash grab. Yeah, that's why I don't love it, because I feel like it's done to cash grab. Now, granted, Harry Potter is like – but there is so much
0: detail in that book, they needed to make two movies. I Mocking Jay did not, so like, but Harry Potter was the catalyst to that whole thing, I feel. Yeah, when they took the last book because Harry Potter did it, and then Twilight did it, and then Mocking Jay did it, and then the Divergent series was going to, and then they made the first half to what they thought was going to be the first half of their last one, and then didn't make the other half. Because those movies were trash.
1: If I was to pick a Harry Potter book to film that got parts one and part two, it wouldn't be seven. It wouldn't be seven? No. It'd be book four. Mm -hmm. If I could pick one that had two parts to it, I would have done book four. Yeah, I disagree. Just because,
0: well, by nature, book seven is longer than book four by like 300 pages. So it makes sense that they did seven. I feel like... But there's a lot of detail they missed in the
1: movie so much yes, detail that's why and it's like important because it's like the turning stone for everything yeah like it completely changes the whole series mm-hmm. and so it's just so like the maze is terrible yeah
0: what they did with the labyrinth was just f- fucking stupid i was so mad and i think i've mentioned really this that before much longer i think so i think it's about 300 pages more i think the uh fourth book is like around 700 pages and i think the seventh one was around a thousand or a little over a thousand i could be wrong i'm probably wrong there's
1: just i mean those last four are pretty thick except the sixth one the sixth one wasn't that long oh yeah was five five's pretty big though yeah five was pretty hefty order the phoenix is the longest oh really Mm. it's the longest in the series but it's the shortest film (laughs) that's hilarious uh which is kind of weird and then it is Deathly Hollows. I can't find the page count for all of them, but.
0: Interesting. I thought Deathly Hollows was the longest one for sure. I, I just am glad because of the amount of stuff that was required to complete that story. I think it was smart of them to do two movies. Uh, agreed. And they only released them six months apart. Like, it wasn't two years later.
1: It was six months wait Very time. Very quick. Boom, boom. Yeah. I mean, I agree that, like, that needed it, but. Yeah. I hate kind of that it set that precedent of, oh, hey, we could take our last book, Turn it Into Two Movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, After uh,
0: Mockingjay did it, though, I don't think there really has been, I don't
1: think they've done that, at least to my knowledge, that they, I don't think they've done that again. Has there been any major books to movie adaption that was a, like a trilogy since Mockingjay? I feel like it was the last big one. I feel like-
0: I'm sure there are some out there that we just don't know of because most movies were books before they were. Yeah, you know. Um, But the only one that I can think of that's like the next big thing or that has happened a long time is Dune. True, but that's that's not done yet. Mm -hmm. But the books are done. Yeah, I guess I I I don't know how many books are in that series. I think there's only three, so we don't know if they're gonna do a if they'll do a part one, part two for everything. I know that they have plans to make three movies, so. Yeah, and they've greenlit the second one, which I don't think is supposed to come out until, like, 2024. Probably not. Yeah, which sucks, because that movie was really good.
1: So far away.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, now that we've had a little bit of a tangent here on sequel titles, I think it's kind of fitting, though. What we did, we decided to do Andrew will cover the best, or the sequels that were better than the original, and I'm going to cover the sequels that were not as good, or just flat-out terrible. Compared to the first one. Or should just not have happened. Or should just not have happened. Yeah. All right. What do you got for
1: us? Let's Uh, go. Yeah, we'll go with bad first. Bad first and on a positive note. And then we'll bring it back down with our unpopular
0: opinions. Yes. All right. The first on this list is Halloween Kills. Uh, 2018's Halloween. Well, first of all, I'll start off by saying. Is Halloween Kills the 2018? Halloween Kills was one that came out just this last October. Okay. The first original Halloween that came out in the 70s. Excellent. Loved it. You liked it. You just saw it for the first time last year. Yes. Good movie. Great movie. Had a lot of really creepy elements. Even still now it holds up very well. Really creepy. creepy. And it does have a pretty good jump scare.
1: Mm -hmm. The girl falling out of the closet or the guy. I can't remember which one. The girl's on the bed. The guy's in the closet. Yeah. 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 That scared you. I think it even scared. Our other friend Uh, that was with us. Yeah.
0: And it scared my wife, obviously.
1: Yeah. Because
0: everything scares her. That's remotely scary. Uh, But Yeah. 2018's Halloween was really good, really solid. This new one was just, I felt like it missed the mark in every way other than it was intense. As far as, you know, the killing goes, which, you know, take or leave it for promoting violence. I'm not promoting violence, but when you go to watch a Halloween movie or in a horror movie or the a sure yeah, a slasher, the violence is a part of the fun. Um, But, yeah, it was very brutal for the first, like, 30 minutes, which was kind of cool. And then it just takes this really weird turn, and there's this whole segment that takes place with the townspeople trying to find Michael that takes place in the hospital. It's, like, 20 to 25 minutes of just complete nonsense that could have been cut from the movie. Yeah, And it almost felt like it was completely detached from the story, and it was its own thing going on. It was fucking stupid. And there wasn't even a whole lot of Jamie Lee Curtis in it, so... Why am I here, you know? Not great. Didn't care for it. I will be waiting for the finale, though, that's coming out next year. And you'll be, hopefully, not disappointed. Hopefully. But I don't have my hopes up. My next one is Glass, which is in the series that started originally with Unbreakable, and then Split, and then this third one. And there was a weird gap in between, right? And uh, Yeah. Kind of in between all of them. So Unbreakable came out, I want to say in like... The late 90s or early 2000s. And then Split came out in like 2013, 2012-ish. Split was incredible. Unbreakable, not great. But Split, I didn't even know that it was a part of that series at all. And I don't know if a lot of people did because they didn't market it that way at all. It was the end credit scene that made everybody realize, holy shit, this is a part of Unbreakable. Split was incredible. Have you seen it? No. Oh my god. You've got to see it. Acting is super great. The story is awesome. It's very intense, really good. And we all know M Night Shyamalan movies are very hit or miss. Glass was complete bullshit. It had all this build up from Split that just did not translate over into Glass at all. And the story of Glass was just super weak. The twist was bogus. Just didn't care for it. And it was all this build up, build up, build up for nothing to happen. And I just thought it was really stupid. The next on my list, I've got transformers so basically everything after the first one uh yeah all yeah. the sequels and all suck. of the sequels are not good the second one was entertaining and was tolerable for sure but it was the third one that i was like not as impressed with it and then the fourth one was absolutely shit and i almost walked
1: out of the theater it felt like they were trying to make it just to make it yeah, I mean, it was and definitely a cash grab. It was just, hey, we have these really cool special effects Because it does look cool. Mm-hmm. The cars to robots and aliens. Oh, yeah, the CGI cool. in all of them are really great. So they're like, we got this really cool stuff. Everyone come look. And they just went, we don't need a plot.
0: We have this cool look. Yeah. This, I don't even remember the storyline of the third one or the fourth one. But after the fourth one, I just know that I was not interested in that series at all. So I stopped watching them. I have heard that the Bumblebee solo movie, like the prequel one with Haley Steinfeld, was pretty good, but I didn't ever see that. But yeah, that's, you know, Transformers for you. All right, the next one I have is Men in Black 2. Oof. Yeah. Okay, so have you seen the third Men in
1: Black 2? I haven't. Have, you, have Did you only is, see- Is
0: the third one with Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth?
1: No, that's the fourth one. There are four of those? Yeah. So there was oh. a Men in Black 3. Uh-huh. It came out and it was okay, but not great. That came out in like 2012. I would okay, say. like the first two came out really close to each other, and then the third one came out quite a bit later. Gotcha. Um, but none of the th- ones after the first one are good. No, kind of like Transformers. <laughs> yeah, i
0: I felt like the second one just took like way more of a comedic route, which the first one did have its comedy moments. It was kind of like a sci fi comedy, but the second one was just ridiculous i remember because one of the aliens was i think he it was credited as dog poo and his face looked like a pile of dog shit, and it was just dumb yeah the first one was really good i remember being traumatized in the the scene when the one guy that's gets uh an alien takes over his body and his skin's like all Displaced and his wife is like, What's wrong with you? Your skin looks like it's hanging off your bones, and he just like stretches his skin back. It's that was so terrifying, just that visual freaked me the hell out. But yeah, it was really good. I even remember I got a toy of the big cockroach alien thing at the end that had like this rubber plastic belly that had a slit that you could put other action figures inside because <laughs> you could like eat them, you That's know? That's gross. Yeah, I loved it though, it was awesome.
1: Men in Black that's a cool it's such a cool idea yeah it was really
0: good especially for the time and it was one of will smith's like bigger like movies that put him on the map and it was it was solid all
1: right next on the list i've got pitch perfect 2 never saw you didn't see it the and second I, one and i can tell you why i never saw the second one okay i watched the first one mm-hmm. fun movie nice movie yeah there's not enough plot for the first one to carry into another one. Exactly. Another one. Exactly. There's just
0: There are some movies that are completely fine as standalone movies and they're great and they can go down in history as a really solid movie, which is what Pitch Perfect was. That movie was so unexpectedly hilarious. I just remember going to the theater and I had not seen a movie that made me laugh as hard as that movie did. But Pitch Perfect 2, I saw that one and hated it because... I felt like they reused all of their humor and fat Amy was the pit or was the butt of every single joke like and her cool Hollywood and fat people. Yeah. And her weight was always what was a joke uh, about the whole movie. And I just thought that was so dumb. Like she's obviously got rebel Wilson's a better actress than that and can do a lot more funny things. So we can, let's move past the fact that she's overweight. Like we did that in the first one, we poked a few jokes that were, you know, funny, but we don't need to redo that, and then only that in the second one. Also another series that Haley Steinfeld touched that fell flat on its face. But I love Haley Steinfeld. I just, I don't know, maybe she's cursed. Is she cursed? Maybe. Maybe. She, wa- she was great at Hawkeye, so maybe if we get a season two of Hawkeye, I wonder if that will not be as great. Should we do an episode on the curse of Haley Steinfeld? Maybe. It might be worth it. Even though she's pretty fantastic, I really like her a lot. And her one show, Dickinson, that she's in, I think it's on Apple Plus, is supposedly phenomenal. Is that take place during like the Civil War? Uh I'm not sure I what think, period It's a period piece. I think but she has she's in a relationship with a girl. I think my wife's watching that. Mm, okay. I've heard it's if great. I watched I mean watch it all in like two days. Uh, okay. Next one I have is Taken Two. Oh. Everybody loves Taken. That movie was every parent's nightmare which is why
1: it was so exciting and thrilling that's one of those movies It was like great movie yep not enough movie in the first one to make a second one though no because the the conflict was resolved and that was that so let's come back to
0: taken two and reuse that same exact plot only add one more hostage to the scenario yeah I, it was so just not as good it was it was entertaining. It was another action movie, but it just, it felt like a, a knockoff, a cheap version of Taken 1. Yeah. the and third one felt like a cheap version of Taken 2. I didn't even bother with Taken 3, because yeah. I had heard about the plot and what they were doing, and it was the same shit,
1: which... Yeah. Like, same group of people man. kidnapping a family member, leaving yeah. a killing them all. Like, that's the one thing about John Wick that I loved, is in the first John Wick, the guy just goes after them because they killed his dog. Uh...
0: I didn't like John Wick. Okay, That's an unpopular opinion, but That's... I didn't care for it. However, when we, I think it was when we went to Puerto Rico, I kept seeing people watching, which one had Halle Berry in it? Is that John Wick 3? I think it was the third one, yeah. Yeah. I kept seeing scenes of that, and it looked
1: really cool. So I have like, thought, oh, I should just watch them all, because that one looked pretty sweet. See, the second one, you're kind of like, what is going on? And then it leaves on a crazy cliffhanger. mm and I just never saw the third one, huh. which is kind of sad. All right. Yeah, that's taken to just Unnecessary, a movie that was not needed by any means. Not needed. Great movie. Probably had the scene where she gets kidnapped is so... It's in- just so shocking. Like, yes. Yeah, you feel like you're witnessing something horrible. And then you just know Liam Neeson's going to go nuts the way mm-hmm. he ends that phone call.
0: And it didn't have like any marketing, I felt, the first one. It just was this sleeper hit that was awesome. And then once it started gaining traction by word of mouth, everybody went to see it.
1: Yeah, it, that was that's like a top 100 movie of all time. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right, I've got... So this next one, again, it's kind of in that same light that it's not a bad movie. But it was just very disappointing, especially because they made us wait 14 years for the sequel. But that was Incredibles 2. I did not think that it lived up to the first one whatsoever. I loved the first one, but the if, second one was
1: such a letdown. They had 14 years to write a plot. Uh-huh. I don't think they ever intended to make a second one, but they had so much fan pressure to make the second one. I well, think they finally just caved.
0: I also am pretty sure that Disney signed a contract or Pixar signed their contract or something that like all of the movies that they had made in a certain period, they had to make a sequel. Or like oh. Disney movies in general had to have a sequel that were made in this time period. So that's why all of a sudden all these sequels started coming out. It was because of it. it was some contract that Disney did. So, yeah, I don't know. I felt like it was just really rushed. The first one ends in a, a way that we obviously definitely wanted a sequel, but then we never got it. And then that major conflict that happens is in... The second one, but for like five minutes it's, of the first part of the movie. within the first five minutes. Yeah. And then there's just this whole other issue and it just, I didn't think it hit. I didn't land it. Um, had a very, or a very, uh, some pretty good funny moments, but overall, just not, not my cup of tea. All right. This next one. Was a movie or a sequel that actually went to TV. It wasn't a theatrical release. That's a bad sign. Mm-hmm. Always a bad That's sign. That's basically saying like we you're, give up. You're putting a death <laughs> sentence on your franchise if you are sending it to TV. So just why are you doing it? I don't know. But it was Mean Girls 2. I didn't know there was a Mean Girls 2. Yeah, most people probably don't. And it should probably stay that way because the first one is iconic and perfect. And we don't need a second one. No one's better than Regina George. No. And Rachel McAdams, I'm sorry, there's no other mean girl. Tina Fey. That's just it. Yeah, and I don't know if Tina Fey wrote the, the second one. I would be willing to doubt that she did, because if she did, she probably wouldn't have allowed it to go to TV. And it probably would have been good if mm-hmm. Tina Fey did it. Yeah, I think I watched the first half hour. And if she did write it, I'm just going to eat my words, I guess. But I, it did not feel like a Mean Girls too. It, it was shit. No one's shit. perfect. Yeah. Is bad. All right, the second or the next to last I have is Kingsman Two.
1: What I like that movie.
0: <laughs> I like. I liked the first one. Again, sequels that aren't as good as the first. True. I didn't. Well, I wasn't obsessed with the first one. I thought it was pretty good, but there just was certain things about it that were a little over the top. And I guess maybe I'd, I. I. I want to say that they're graphic novels and I probably would have known to expect that if I had known anything about them. I mean, it makes sense if it's graphic
1: novels, it's a little extreme where they're like, they have a pack of gum and it's as big as a nuclear weapon. It's a taser. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they throw like a tick tac out the window mm-hmm. and it like blows a building up. Like, yeah. Um, I just
0: was expecting more because I had the second one had a solid cast. I had Channing Tatum, Julianne Moore, Pedro Pascal, Tanner, Egerton from the first one Uh, but it just was not great there is a third one it's a prequel it's called Kingsman not Kingsmen Kingsman so it's like how they yeah the origin story of the Uh Kingsman I think it actually already came out but it's not doing well because it's not good just certain franchises just shouldn't continue I don't know yeah didn't love that one at all I just thought the plot took it a really weird turn and it just kind of felt really silly a lot of build-up for the confrontation with the villain to not be that exciting. All right, the last one on my list. This one I think is going to be pretty popular for most everybody. But Wonder Woman 1984.
1: Didn't see it. Uh, or oh, I don't think I saw all of it. I think I started it and I fell asleep. Because uh, s- I remember parts of it. I'm also sick of the commercials from that movie on HBO, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was solid. It was
0: one of the better standalone movies that DC has done, one of the better movies that DC has done in general in the last six to seven years. We all know how we feel about the DC universe. It's trash. They just are biting off way more than they can chew. They're trying to be Marvel and they try to do it too fast and it, they just shouldn't have done it. And they picked the weirdest villains too. Yeah. Like Polka Dot, like uh, the Starfish thing. Uh huh. That was really weird, but I really enjoyed The Suicide Squad. I really liked it. I it was a good direction for them to go with it, I think, cuz it felt very much like a comic book movie but in a good way. Yeah. The only thing I didn't super love was that whole segment with Harley Quinn when she's in the prison thing and she, like when she's killing all these cops, it's like animated. That uh, was bizarre. It's a weird movie, but she's also mentally unstable and that's probably how she saw what she was doing. <laughs> But yeah, I think James Gunn though is probably the best person to be in the DC universe for a story like that, just because of what he's done with Guardians. He's so good with Guardians. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But Wonder Woman 1984 was again, it was one of those movies that they showed all the cool stuff in the trailer, and then when they brought out the whole project, it was just
1: boring and I, lame. I hate when they do that because like I literally have seen everything cool. Yeah, for like, free. Mm -hmm, In 14 seconds. Kristen Wiig was really awesome as Cheetah, but
0: Cheetah was a very big letdown because she is supposed to be Wonder Woman's like arch nemesis and proved to not be that big of an issue for her at all. It just was really cool to see Kristen Wiig in that character because she's usually just always comedic and doing silly things. But yeah, overall, not great. But a typical installment in the DC universe because that's what we get. But that wraps up the list for sequels that were not up to par
1: with their predecessor.
0: So what have you got for us I as got, far as sequels that were better
1: or up to the standard? Uh, real quick, I got a couple I would like to add as honorable mentions. To my list? Yes. Okay. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. hmm That was actually on my list, but I took it off. Interesting. Because
0: I just I found other ones that I thought were better. That's true. The other ones are better choices.
1: Like, uh,
0: fair. Because Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah, they weren't that great. The first original trilogy, I think, were definitely where they should have stayed. Because they just got too weird and they should have just left it alone. That first one is just so good. Yeah. Nothing was going to compare to that. Exactly. Just it wasn't going to.
1: Uh, And then my second choice would be Attack of the Clones, Episode 2. Ah, yeah. Just so bad. Mm
0: -hmm. I've only seen those movies... I honestly think I've only seen them once and I don't remember a lot, but I do remember that it was not great, but kind of still exciting. I don't know the, those movies, I just haven't seen them for so long and I'm not a huge star Wars junkie, so I could care less
1: really. That's a good point. It's mm-hmm. not that good. You don't need to watch it again. It's tacky and cheesy mm-hmm. and just bad. Yeah. Uh, movies that are better mm-hmm. or on par. Okay. Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, yes. League's better than Batman Begins. Yes, and League's better than anything else DC's done ever. Yeah, but I put uh, The Dark Knight,
0: they're not even in the same ballpark as what the DC's doing now. However, I am very excited for the new Batman with Robert Pattinson. That one looks pretty solid, because that's like a very dark take on
1: Bruce Wayne. and I'm pumped. But yes, The Dark Knight was so good. The bank robbing scene, I... Was is one of the craziest things that I've seen in cinema. Mm-hmm. And it's so good and it's mind boggling. And
0: twist- it takes 10 minutes for you to understand just how psychotic the Joker is. Yes. And arguably,
1: that was the Joker's movie. That wasn't Batman's movie. Yeah, that's a good point. He stole that. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, number two, I think you're going to agree with this, is Thor Ragnarok. Oh, easy. Way better than the first two, but.
0: I am against the popular opinion that they're not as bad as everybody thinks they
1: are. Oh, I I really like I liked them. them. The Thor trilogy is great. Uh-huh. And I'm really excited for Love could and Thunder. Could be better, but... They all could be better. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm really excited for Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. And I'm just glad Chris Hemsworth's sticking around. Yeah. Because it kind of sucks losing Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. Losing all three of those together would suck. So I'm glad yeah. we're keeping it. I just it. feel like Chris Hemsworth wasn't done, like... There's just so much
0: more to be told with Thor. There is, yeah. They He's could do- such a cool character, and like the Asgardians
1: are so cool. And what they did with his character in three, I just love all of it. Mm-hmm. And his character also has a lot to be told after Endgame and Infinity War. There's a yeah. lot that we. And I really hated what they did with his character in Endgame, the Fat Thor. Yeah,
0: I thought that was stupid, but that that is actually like a very accurate depiction of. Thor from mythology because Thor isn't this rippling muscles chiseled abs guy like in all of like Norse mythology and like paintings and stuff that people have done over the course of time Thor has always been depicted as like a fat very stoic burly man
1: I have no idea what that was it's, it was, was your you... lid to your drink it fell
0: ah, but yeah so it was an accurate version of Thor but that's not the Marvel Thor that we <laughs> have had and I just I hated it I did like that they showed his vulnerability and that he was traumatized from all the shit that he had to deal with and he had more emotion. And it was just fun to see that side of Chris Hemsworth acting. You just wish they
1: didn't do fat, like cheesy. It just was cheesy.
0: Yeah. Like I don't you, know. You like
1: the vulnerable side. You just did like how they would made him vulnerable. Mm-hmm.
0: I guess maybe coming from someone who is overweight, I hate the way Hollywood turns overweightness into, funny. into a joke. Because that's, I don't know, whatever. Uh, up next, Twenty Two Jump Street. I did not see that one because I didn't love the first one.
1: Well, then you wouldn't have liked the second one. Okay, because uh, not 20- surprised. Twenty Two Jump Street is Twenty One Jump Street, but just with a better budget. Uh huh. So it just looks a little better. All right. A little cleaner, a little smoother. Uh, if you like the first one, you like the second one. If you don't like it, you wouldn't like it. So that movie okay. wasn't for you. <laughs> uh one curious to see what you say on this this is your last one on the list oh no we're only on four okay x-men 2 x-men 2
0: yes better than the first for sure x-men 2 is arguably the best x-men movie that we've had aside from days of future past because that movie was awesome but yeah x-men 2 was really really good the first one was good too though and i would be willing to say and go out on a limb for the x-men that those movies the first original three basically set the precedent for comic book movies as a whole and they were the like the catalyst for all of that i think
1: without the x-men we wouldn't have the mcu to be honest i could see that yeah uh up next shrek 2 now i don't know how i feel about this one because i really like shrek 1 and depending on my mood, I will decide which movie is better. I've decided that. that's that's accurate. Uh, I
0: really liked Shrek two, but I love 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 Shrek one. There are just certain things about Shrek two that I liked more. Yeah. And that actually was on the list for sequels that shouldn't have been made that I was looking at for like on some articles that I saw. wrong. Yeah, so wrong. Because it was a very good sequel. And the things they were saying, or one of the things that they said was that the music was very forgettable. The soundtrack was not as memorable as the first one. But I feel like the songs that we think of when it comes to Shrek are from the second one, aside from the Smash Mouth song. I don't know where they got that nonsense from, but... Yeah, and the Fairy Godmother's performance was one of the best things we've ever seen, as far as a musical performance in any form of media. Ever. Let's be real.
1: That movie is so good. It is. They both are so phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, next up, Empire Strikes Back. Yep. I, I mean, that's four. just a given, I think. it's
0: The first one was good. New Hope's great. Yeah, but... but- they just kind of figured
1: themselves out for the second one and, and it, it was destroyed. Yeah. And it also left on a big cliffhanger because Han Solo gets frozen in carbonate. Mm-hmm. And it just leaves, like, you find out that Luke is really Darth Vader's son. So, like, there's like two major things that happen with two characters. Mm-hmm. It's just a really good movie.
0: Yeah. Almost anybody that I've talked to about Star Wars, that's always their favorite.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Because they're smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, the winter soldier. Yes. Much better. I actually didn't like the first one at all. The, I, so it's important to watch. Like if you're going to go watch the whole Marvel universe, uh, uh, the first Captain America is really important. Yeah. Uh, But I felt like the only
0: reason why that movie was made was because they needed to bring in Captain America because they wanted the Avengers to happen because that the Avengers was the very next movie that came
1: out after Captain America. Yeah. Because he buries the Tesseract, he falls with the Tesseract.
0: Yeah, it was just, I felt like he was shoehorned into it too quickly, and I feel like they could have fleshed it out a little bit better. Granted, I think I've only seen it once, so I should probably, when I decide to do my Marvel rewatch, I might have different opinions on that. We should do a ranking on one of our episodes that we do. We should come with our rankings of all of the Marvel movies and where they fall.
1: We should watch all of them and then do
0: it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, watch them all now with our sense about us and then put them on there. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Next up, Toy Story 2. Yeah, I agree. Better than the first one, but the first one just paved the trail for Pixar
1: so well. It does, but... But the second one is... It hits hard. It has... The scene where Woody gets fixed by the guy. you can't rush art. Yep. And it's so aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Everything. For me, being someone who likes uh,
0: sensory, not sensory overload, but like things that are really nice on the eyes and the ears. Yeah. That scene was so, just so satisfying to watch when he does the one brushstroke to cover Andy's name on his yes. boot. And he gets it all like perfectly even. Yep, and just one swipe, just perfect coverage of the, of the marker on his foot. And he, he sews the way he sews up the arm. Uh huh. And then when he takes the cotton swab and cleans his eyes and makes them shiny. Ugh. And then the airbrush on the back of his head and his cheeks. Oh yeah, because he's
1: got the bald spot.
0: Yeah. Just... So good. Yep.
1: I remember even as a kid, I was like, wow, that's so cool. But... <laughs> that and then also has the air where they're in the airport mm-hmm. in the luggage. And yeah, that's a perspective cool. on something
0: that we all know, but we don't get to see that side of it. I mean, I don't yeah. know if that's really how it and is. It puts but
1: Disney's spin on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, up next, I don't think you're going to like this one, but The Twin Towers. I can see why you say that. In a lot of ways, it is
0: better than the first one. But I feel like with a lot of sequels, you can watch the sequel and still have an idea of what it's about without watching the first one. You might miss a few things. But The Two Towers, there's no way you could watch that without The Fellowship of the Ring to have any clue what's going on. Oh, you would be so confused. Yeah. And I think that's just the way they engineered the story. But, yes, there are a lot of elements about The Second One, The Two Towers, that were much better than The Fellowship of the Rings. Now, that's not to slander Fellowship of the Rings, because The Fellowship of the Ring was incredible. But I I look at all those as one whole piece, like Kill Bill. The Battle of Helm's Deep, though, is... One of the most epic battles that we will ever see. So it's just, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And we all know that one scene when Legolas slides down the stairs on a shield, shooting arrows you from it. Everybody lost their, their minds. Yeah. Because yes. it was just so cool. And Legolas, I think, is the first, in my opinion, is the first, like, archer that pop culture got that was like, you know. archery is cool. Yeah, archery is super cool because then, you know, Katniss came, and then Hawkeye came. Granted, Hawkeye was in the comics long before then, but but know. once it's on the big screen, it's different. It's different, like, yeah, because then everybody is seeing it and consuming yes. it in that media. Yeah, Legolas, I would say, is the OG Archer. Uh, am I missing any? Do you think? I don't think so, because when I was I was trying not to think too much about uh, sequels that were better than the first one, because I wanted to make sure I got my list done first. And you actually named. Mm-hmm a lot of the ones that I thought of. So I can't think of any honorable mentions.
1: That's good. That means that's a good list. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Uh, Do you want to move into our unpopular opinions? Uh, Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to go first or do you want me to?
0: Mm, I'll go first. I'll change gears here and we'll jump into video games. I feel like I haven't talked about video games in a while. If you play Battle Royale games, so Fortnite, Call of Duty Warzone, Apex, those kind of things. Apex Legends is by far the superior battle Royale game and just about every single way. It's just a lot more fun. It's smooth. It's nice. It's just, and they're just doing everything right about a battle Royale that Fortnite and call of duty are not. And that's my opinion. You're one change my mind. And I've played all
1: three. That's a good, but apex is the only one that matters right now. Um, my opinion is that Hulu is a not very good platform for streaming. I don't like the colors. Oh, I do like the color, the color palette of Hulu. Like, I don't like the background color on like the main page. Okay. Like when you're browsing. And those kind of things matter. Yes. And it's also kind of a hard system to navigate. Like it's kind of a bitch to Mm -hmm. navigate through. Their Uh, selection also isn't super great. And their selection isn't great. So look... The use of and product that I get, like, eh. I very, very rarely go to Hulu unless it's to watch Kenny.
0: Yeah. Hulu does have its shows on there that are pretty solid. There is a decent selection of anime, if that's your thing. The horror selection is okay. But other than that, Hulu is usually
1: always the last platform I check. Yeah. Unless someone specifically says you need to watch this show and it's on Hulu, I won't go there. Yeah. The only reason why I use Hulu is
0: because, you know, shout out to my friend who does listen. Thank you. You know who you are. Let's me use her Hulu. So
1: that's the only reason why I have it. I use a friend that also listens. I use his account. So
0: thanks. Yeah, that's unpopular opinion. And I think that wraps us up for this week. There are some things we'd like to discuss as far as the giveaway. Just a reminder, we have extended that giveaway. We don't know of an exact... A date on when we want to close the giveaway but we still are accepting entries so if you've seen our instagram posts or if you've listened to our past episodes all of the methods of submitting your name for an entry to get a custom culture couch tumbler still applies so yeah other than that i don't think there's anything to talk about oh the sequel uh on the line of sequels and we did talk about Scream in this episode. Scream 5 is coming. Yes. And reviews have started to trickle in because critics are watching it. And they're saying it's be- it's the best one in the franchise since the first one. And some are saying it's arguably better than the first one, which are fucking fighting words. That's because a bold prediction. That is a bold, bold statement. Not a prediction. Some reviewers have seen it why. and said that. I don't know why I said prediction. But Wrong word. Yeah, they're... The, a lot of the things that I'm seeing that they're, they're saying it's very clever, it's very brutal, and some of it is very funny. So, yeah, market calendars, go see it this weekend. Our minis as well. Uh, we haven't decided what we want to do for our next mini series. We actually don't, I don't think we're going to do a mini series for our next one because I think we want to do The Witcher and we might just cover all of it in one mini. Yeah. But yeah, our minis, like I said, they're not going to be a regular scheduled thing. But as shows come out, we will do minis and our thoughts it'll on It'll probably this. be
1: Witcher, and then after that, probably be House of Dragons.
0: House of Dragons, I don't think comes out till like, the spring. We could probably do something in between then. I don't... Is there anything coming out? It feels like there's like well, a... Well, s- we could do movies, so we could do one for Scream. That's true. Yeah. Because we kind of, like, we kind of want to just take the focus of uh, new movies that come out and give them their own spotlight. And not take away from the other topics that we want to cover. So the big movies that are coming, we'll also, we'll probably do minis on those. So yeah, maybe we'll do Scream next and then we'll probably cover The Witcher. Because are you finished with it yet? No, but I'll be done with it like tomorrow. Okay, sweet. But yeah, so just keep an eye out for those. Those will just come randomly when we decide to do them. So, And we have gotten a pretty good response on the Wheel of Time series that we did for the
1: minis. So I think we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. And- forces us to be on top of the shows which is also nice
0: yes if you want to give us an entry by all the methods we've previously talked about you can do so by emailing us at culturecouchpod at gmail.com you can did i say email that was yeah. the first one you can do all those things on instagram culturecouchpod and you can do the same things on twitter culture underscore couch couch yes uh but yeah as always thank you for listening awesome bye everyone